Are you worried about chemicals in your beard care products? If you're not, you should be. And that's where Schmucked Up comes into play. Schmucked Up is a small batch premium beard care product that offers you the best product for not only your skin, but your beard. Use discount code HANDBOOK at schmuckedup.com to get 15% off. That's code HANDBOOK at schmuckedup.com. Now let's get on with the episode. God, you're such an asshole. You'll have to excuse the noise in the background, but let's uh, go ahead. This one's called Choosing, or I'm sorry, Am I the Asshole for Choosing Our Family Dog Over a Friend Hard on His Luck? Me, 32, my wife, 30, and our two daughters, both under five, live in a decent-sized apartment. Um, Where did it go? Not grand or anything. Of that sort, but big enough for this, for us, and for us to host another person for a limited amount of time, that it would be, that it would not be a burden. Recently, a friend of mine, 28, uh, that I've known for a few years and an old, from an old job, is going through a divorce and has asked me for a place to stay. I talked it over with my wife, and she has no problems with him staying with us. When I told him that he could stay, he was so grateful. But then I told, but then he then told me to let him know once we have gotten rid of our dog and deep cleaned the home, as he has a severe dog allergy. We never knew about this, and it has never been an issue. We always hung out as at a mutual friend's house, work, the bar, or double dates at restaurants where no dogs are. I told him that we would not be able to get rid of our dog to accommodate, as he is part of our family, getting older, and that it would honestly devastate our girls and us. He is now running around bad-mouthing us to our friend group for taking back our offer for him to stay with us and choosing a dog over his health. I have been receiving multiple calls saying that I am the asshole for not helping him now. Hmm. I don't think you're the asshole. I think this dude's the fucking asshole. One, for not letting you know that he has a dog allergy. Two, for even going to you for the help knowing he has a dog allergy and that he wouldn't be able to stay with you unless you got rid of your dog and did like a fucking deep clean of your house. So, in reality, this dumb cunt 
should have fucking asked a friend that, I don't know, doesn't have any pets. Probably would have been his first go. And, uh, no, you're good, dude. I'd, I'd choose the dog, too. Fuck this guy. God, who the fuck does he think he is? Fucking God or something? Fuck out of here, dude. You're going through a divorce. You're looking for a place to stay. Oh, there's a dog? Accommodate me. Fuck out of here, dude. Should have hit a friend up that didn't have a dog. That's my ruling on it. I don't think you're the asshole. You might get rated the asshole, but I highly doubt it. I mean, everybody loves their dogs, right? Hey, if you're listening or you're watching on YouTube, do me a huge favor. Subscribe, like, comment, share, whatever. It'd be absolutely fantastic to see who's coming and going and who's watching and who's, you know, doing their thing. So anyway, would love it if you just hit the subscribe and click that little notification bell. This one's called, Am I the Asshole for Not Giving My Friend More Money Than He Lent Me? Yesterday, I, 20, was hanging out with my friend, B, 23, when we were invited to a poker tournament organized last minute by some of our, some other friends of mine. Unfortunately, I didn't have any money on me, so I asked him if I could, if he could lend me seven bucks, which was the entry fee, so that I could participate and that I would give him his money back as soon as we went home. Seven dollars. I'm automatically assuming no. It's not like it was seven hundred dollars or seven thousand dollars or seven hundred thousand dollars. I ended up winning the whole thing and earned a cash prize of eighty-five dollars. And now B wants a commission on the money I made. What is he trying to like start a business where he funds fucking gambling? Saying that if I didn't, if I don't give him more than seven bucks, then the seven bucks he gave me, it means I abused his trust. No, you didn't. And that he deserves more because I wouldn't even have been able to play without the money he gave me. Yes, the fuck you would have. You would have gone to a 7-Eleven, got a candy bar and some cash back, dude. Seven dollars, this fucking guy. I don't see... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see in what I owe him more money because I've won. Uh, we've never agreed to that, so I only gave him back the money he lent me. Nothing more, nothing less. He told the story to a lot of our common friends, and now a half of them is saying, I'm an asshole and a stingy bastard for not giving him more while the other half is defending me. Personally, I think his points make no sense, and I don't see why people would agree with him. But maybe I'm just biased, and that's why I'm asking here. So am I the asshole? No. Dude, if do I don't know how much he's asking for you to fucking pay for him or pay him back or whatever off of a seven dollar air quotes investment. Um the way I look at it is it's seven fucking dollars, goddamn deal with it. It's not a large sum of money, and it's not like you went in with seven dollars and walked out with seven grand. If you went in with $7 and walked out with seven grand, I'd be like, 
at least at least pump them a G, dog. Like if it wasn't for that seven dollars, you wouldn't have seven thousand dollars. But in this case, seven dollars to eighty-five dollars, uh, dude can lick my ball bag, and I wasn't even involved. And matter of fact, I I mean honestly, just don't even be friends with that motherfucker. You should have just stopped off at Seven Eleven and got cash back, dog. Like just because you didn't have the cash on him, yo, bro, you got seven bucks. Yeah, I got seven dollars in my wallet. You could have just went and got cash back, and then you didn't even have to deal with this situation. But your buddy thinking that he's investing in some like high stakes poker where he's like investing five hundred thousand dollars into some poker player and expecting him to win five million dollars. Dude's an idiot. Give him a seven dollars, and then if he's gonna continue to bitch about it, fucking. Kick rocks, motherfucker. That's that's all I gotta say about that. That motherfucker's goddamn tripping. Alright, I went and grabbed a whole ass new beer for this one because it seems interesting, so why don't we crack them together? Unless you're listening in the morning. And if you're not night shift, you probably shouldn't be uh drinking at five thirty in the morning. So let's get into that one. Right, this one's called, Am I the Asshole for Requiring My Wife Give Me a 24-Hour Notice If She Wants to Eat Outside of Our Neighborhood? Bro. Okay. The updates are at the top. I'll go through those. Oh, my God. Written weird. Okay, furthermore, I often agree to spontaneous plans. Okay, let's go with the... Second update, first update. I don't think the below post accurately portrayed the amount of time, energy, and money it takes to get an Uber or subway to other neighborhoods in my city. I can often add 30% to the total cost of dinner or an additional hour of transit time. It makes it more difficult and detracting from the experience. My wife and I both enjoy walking, so walking home from dinner is a treat. Furthermore, now we're getting into the original post. Furthermore, I often agree to spontaneous plans, but I've communicated to my wife that I would like to know a day prior if it's going to be a costly or time-consuming trip to eat out. I feel like a notice period in general is already a com- compromise 24 hours i is i agree arbitrary but i would like any time the day before i feel much more strongly about eating in my neighborhood than my wife feels about eating outside our neighborhood which is why i feel this is an appropriate compromise I, 36, live in a major metropolitan city in a neighborhood known for excellent restaurants, bars, etc. My wife, 33, and I love eating out in our neighborhood restaurants and bars. Our neighborhood has some of our favorite restaurants and bars in the city. And every price point, cuisine, and vibe is available within a 10-block radius. I'm going to put you in San Francisco, my dog. I typically prefer eating in our neighborhood. However, 
I still will make us reservations all over the city. When we do eat outside of our own neighborhood, it costs an additional time and money due to additional transportation, i.e. Uber, public transport, etc., which is why I've asked my wife if she wants to eat outside of our neighborhood, she needs to plan it 24 hours in advance. To be clear, the additional transportation cost is not cost prohibitive. I'm assuming what you're saying here is like it doesn't matter if additional transportation costs is there. It's more along the lines of like, okay, we've got a res reservation at 7. It's going to take an hour and a half to get over to this part of the neighborhood via Uber or what the fuck ever during this specific time frame. So we need to leave at 5.30 or 5. You know, I don't know. I, that's where my brain goes because that's kind of how I am. She thinks this is a ridiculous requirement. I feel that it's not that difficult of a request. To be clear, we frequently walk and do errands in adjacent neighborhoods. I do not like... I, it's not like we never leave our neighborhood. I look forward to plans outside of our neighborhood when they're made in advance. My wife likes to hold out until the last minute because she can't make up her mind until the day of. I completely understand not knowing what you want to eat, but given that you can find anything in our neighborhood, she can generally, generally find what she's looking for without needing to leave the neighborhood. I want her to get what she wants, but I also feel like it's okay to factor in my own preferences, which is planning ahead. Am I the asshole for requesting a 24-hour notice period uh, when being asked to leave the neighborhood to eat out? Now, this is the second update. I am not autistic or neurodivergent. Well, then stop being a cunt. I honestly, I, I glossed over that and I thought it said I am autistic or neurodiver neurodivergent, however you're going to pronounce that. Um, but other than that, don't be a cunt. So what? She goes, you know what? I want Tony's Italian today and it's outside your fucking neighborhood. Then fucking go, dude. How about, I, I don't know. Don't make reservations all the fucking time. Just go. Just, get, oh, you want that? Get in the Uber, fucking go. Get in the subway, fucking go. Taxi, what the fuck ever you're going to do. And just fucking go. Yeah, I do think you're kind of an asshole for that. 24-hour notice. So your wife is supposed to be like, you know what? I might be feeling this in 24 hours. Bro, as a man, I don't even fucking feel like that. Now, granted, there are days where it's like, I'm specifically feeling Mexican food. Right now, I'm fucking craving that shit. I'm going to eat the fuck out that shit. I will find a Mexican restaurant near me that may be deemed good by those in the Salt Lake area and go there. But, like, as, when you're married, you just kind of got to deal with, like, last-minute shit, dude. Like, that's usually how it is. Scheduling doesn't usually play out. Unless you're 
I don't know, planning your first, second, third, eighth date, you know, whatever. Marriage, it's just, you gotta fucking deal with it, bro. You're not autistic. You're not neurodivergent. This isn't gonna, like, fuck your whole life up because she doesn't plan 24 hours ahead. Don't be a cunt. Yeah, I think you're the fucking asshole. For real. I mean, like, goddamn, dude, you're a regular guy. Hey, if you've made it this far and you're on whatever you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, go ahead and give it a like, a follow, comment, share it with your friends if you've liked it this far. And we will keep on keeping on, I guess, as we as we move forward with the episode. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Having me on in the background, doesn't matter. Really appreciate it. So this one, I'm not even really going to read into all that much. I already know I'm going to get pissed. So says, am I the asshole for not wanting to pay my grandparents for babysitting? Yep. Off the title. Yeah, you are. Cunt. What do you think? Your grandparents just make fucking shit tons of money and like you're good. Because they're retired or whatever. No. Matter of fact, for that, and I apologize for the listeners, but <clears throat> that's for you. Fuck you. Pay your grandparents for babysitting. Pay your grandfather for doing any work on your house. Anything like that. I. This comes from deep seated shit, but you know, whatever. Well, I'm going to read maybe the first paragraph or so. Says the big question we all saw coming. Who's going to babysit our new baby? And are we going to ask our parents to babysit or put him into daycare? This was the de dreaded situation between my wife and I. Before we decided to have kids, we moved out into our own house shortly after we got married. Coming from an apartment we were both living in, we took everything into consideration uh, community, area, school district, but most importantly, location. Not just distance to work or local shopping areas, but more importantly, the distance to my wife's parents. As we knew later on, we would have them babysit as they were the closest grandparents. My parents lived three to four hours away, which was not really ideal for babysitting, daily babysitting. No shit. Um, my mother-in-law, 67, was soon to retire the same year we were expecting. So it all worked out anyways, or so we thought. This was the kicker. Her dad, 63, I know growing, I knew growing up, growing up, my wife always talked about how he liked to have financial responsibility and security. So he was very financially savvy uh, with her, but he never really shared how much he makes or made or how much he has. He never liked the idea of, quote, free handouts, but he would help her in her financial needs, like paying for her, paying part of her college tuition, buying her a car as long as she takes care of insurance, gas, etc., which is a good mindset to which we agree with. 
he has spoken to me about his retirement funds somewhere in the couple millions range. Yeah, because this motherfucker worked his ass off. And how much he makes. Somewhere in the 150 per year range. So I know he doesn't need money. But my wife knows he doesn't need money. Well, I know he doesn't need money. My wife knows he doesn't need money. But doesn't know how much he has. Okay. Right there. Right there. I'm not even going to read the third paragraph. I'm just going to cut off at. So am I the asshole for not wanting to pay my in-laws for babysitting? Yes, you are. My, let me, let me put it this way, right? My grandparents owned property, sold a lot of their property off, retired fully, boom. They're like done, right? Sold their apartment complex, all that shit. They've got money to retire on and they're, and they're fine, right? They're like in their 70s and shit. What bothers me is the amount of work my grandfather will do for his grandkids and the grandkids not even fucking pay him what he's worth. Like, the, <laughs> the man was a general contractor, licensed, fantastic in his craft of everything he did. It always came out fantastic, which is why the motherfucker always had work. Papa, dad, I'm not calling you a motherfucker. I love you. Don't take this like the heart. But he should have been paid for his work and his effort and not spending his own fucking money to drive miles the fuck away to do the fucking work and then not be reimbursed for his contributions, I guess, right? Even though the cousin fully has more than enough money to pay him what he's worth. I honestly believe after working with the man hand in hand before I went in the military, we did stuff together, right? He's worth 150 an hour. Easy. This motherfucker, not only does he get it done, he gets it done right and he gets it done to code and he makes sure that it's not going to fucking fail on you. Like he, he should have a guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, point of the matter is that's that's a lot more of a situation where it's like oh i'm actually doing home improvement to your shit to raise your property value in this situation it's not like that but still i mean like you're the fucking asshole just because you know how much money he has to retire on what you think he doesn't want to do other shit in his fucking life Yo, you got to pay that motherfucker for his time you know what i mean pay what you fucking owe if he's watching your kid or kids for eight hours, nine hours, ten hours a day while you and your wife are out at work, then you need to be paying him, let's just say, $20 an hour. Two, four, six, eight, ten. I mean, like, you're talking about 200 a day. And if you're not willing to do that, at least $10 an hour, $100 a day, if you're not willing to do that with a combined income, then maybe just throw him in daycare because just because he's retired and has money and he's like set to be retired doesn't mean he wants all of his time taken up with your fucking kids, all right? And I don't mean that in like a way in the sense of like, 
your kids are a burden or anything like that. But that motherfucker, he obviously wants to do other shit other than watching kids. He done did that. He done did that. He raised your fucking wife and probably her siblings if she has them. He's done, dude. Motherfucker should have been checked out long ago. And now you're throwing kids on this motherfucker again. He's old. Not old, but in his 60s. And it's time for him to fucking chill, peace out. He should be traveling with his wife to go and experience shit that they couldn't experience because they had kids and all this other stuff. And you're just throwing this shit on his ass. Yeah, you're a fucking cunt. Pay the man. Because that's obviously what he's about. He's got a couple million saved up. Obviously, he's about that money. He's about the grind. So he's not watching your kids out of the kindness of his fucking heart. He wants that paper, bro. He wants that paper. That motherfucker is a hustler inside and out. So I, I, I would say at least $100 a day. Sorry, I popped off. But yeah, at least $100 a day that he's watching those kids for 10 hours. Fucking kind. That'll do it for this episode. If you haven't yet, go check out the advice episodes and keep an eye out for the Eagle and LaRue podcast, which is coming out shortly. We're working on the logos now and everything like that just so we can get shit ready. I'm doing a little bit of editing here and there because it is a fuck ton of footage to go through. And uh, thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I appreciate all of you. Um, Yeah. Have a good rest of your day, motherfucker.